views and opinions of shows on KCNR are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only, and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of KCNR Radio. Filthy air, talking about the state of mind, son, talking about the state of Jefferson. In your soul, that's where it's going to settle. You know, when this song first came out, it was kind of fun because uh, Sally thought that when it says a, a field full of, a range full of thrills, she thought it was a range full of dills. I don't know. Daffodils? Okay. I don't know. Music's kind of loud there, too. Say it. <laughs> Good morning, darling. How you doing? I'm great. Good. Thank you for having me here. Oh, we love Sue. Sue's great. She does a. She likes to play the music all the way through the time I'm talking too. <laughs> she keeps us out of trouble. <laughs> she keeps us out of trouble. You seem like you were really enjoying it, so I, I was, was just letting it go. I, I love it. You're the lady. But <laughs> Good anyway, morning. She, Good morning. She does a great job on the news. If you don't catch that, it's every morning at 7 a.m., isn't it? Uh, every morning, weekday morning, starting at six, six to seven. Oh, six to seven. You have the seven part right though. <laughs> At the end, see? But anyway, she's uh, she's great, and she does a really good job on the news, too, folks. You really get good stuff in there, and she's always right on top of it. So yep. if you get a chance, listen to KCNR between 6 and 7 in the morning, Monday through Friday, and Sue will be on there, and she'll let you know what's going on in the news. There Thank you. Wynn, how are you, brother? I am doing well. How about you, Terry? Oh, good. No one's hurt me yet. Day's not over. It's <laughs> just getting started. <laughs> Well, we've got a lot of things to announce. My wife gave me a list of things to announce, so I'm going to announce so them. You're going to do what you're told. Okay. It's a range full of dills. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Where did you get that? Range full of dills. And she said, well, it could be daffodils. What? Why would the guy talk about a range full of daffodils? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You'd, you know, you'd have like a range full of thrills because there's a thrill. Grief. Anyway, all right, I digress. Anyway, uh, first thing is we uh, want to encourage everybody to uh, come out to our meeting at 2570 South Bonnie View Road, and that is at a church that shall remain nameless, and on Monday night at 6 o'clock, we have Kimberly Volmers, and she is the creative director of Matrix Mothers. Um, Really neat lady, um, a great group of women. Uh, We've talked about them a lot. You've probably seen them on the news. Yep. Uh, how they were down in the Capitol. They were standing up for the rights of, and freedom of choice to be able to choose if their kids can be vaccinated or should be vaccinated or not. And, uh, you know, uh, this whole thing in California is getting out of hand, but we'll get into that because Mark Baird is calling in about 920, and, boy, he's he's fired up. He's got some good things. Some of them even got arrested, didn't they? Oh, uh, yeah. They were peaceably gathering there at the Capitol, and they got arrested. Yeah, well. It, hmm. Well, actually, you know, one of them that got arrested there, uh, well, they weren't really peaceful. <laughs> yeah, sort they, of peaceful. Well, they, I mean, they were peaceful. They I mean, weren't they, brandishing weapons. No, they, they weren't no, beating no, up anybody, no, they but were they just, were peaceful. But they were just, you know, like any other political prisoner. 
Yeah. Uh, they were, you know, arrested because the government didn't like what they were doing, you know. And I, I get concerned about that too. A lot of times, you know, you say things and even with your local, uh, your local folks, the good old boy system, you never know who's going to come after you or fabricate something on you. Uh, we certainly had that happen to citizens here in Shasta County. Which is kind of ironic when some of those people that are throwing the stones should not be throwing the stones. They've already got garbage on themselves. You bet. Kimberly Volmers, anyway, she'll be there at 6 o'clock. We encourage everybody to come. If you've got kids or grandkids, you need to come to this. Um, also, we will have the petitions to recall Gavin Newsom. We need to recall Gavin Newsom for so many reasons, so many reasons that I won't even go into them, and I probably don't need to go into them. But if anybody is opposed to recalling Gavin Newsom, you can call in here at 530-605-4567, 530-605-4567, and we will hear what you have to say, but then it works both ways. You can hear what we have to say. Hmm. Also, we are broadcasting live on 96.5 FM and 1460 AM. Are live streaming. Also, on the petitions for the recall, you can get them at Jones Fourth. That's at 1600 East Cypress Avenue and Bastiani Arms at 2539 Larkspur Avenue. A big thing, um, when you get the petitions, make sure, um, if you're going to make copies of them, make sure they're, the copies are made before any pen marks are made to the petition. Because even if you write the name of the county in there and you're just going to photocopy that, no, don't do that. It all has to be blank when you make the copies. Then you go through and then you fill out everything. So please don't do that because otherwise it makes that petition of those three signatures invalid. And no, no, no part of it can be photocopied as far as the, the ink that you would put on there. Just the clean copy of the petition needs to be photocopied first. Then you write down the name of the county and then you have the um, – the supporters sign where they need to sign, and now, they you need have to, to be use black ink. Yes, and they need to be citizen. Um, they need to be registered within the county in which you're collecting them. Um, if they're from another county, have another copy with that county's name in the appropriate spot for the county. You just need to make sure you do that so that all those signatures are valid. Because why go to all the effort if it's not going to, you know, why do the work if it's not going to count, you know? So make sure that you're paying attention to those little details, which turn out to be big things where things can get um, the. The whole petition can get tossed out. So just make sure you do that. And black ink, black ink, black ink. My wife and I went to renew our passports, and she filled everything out in blue ink. But it doesn't say anything about black ink. You know, there's all kinds of new hoops to jump through. you just got to love what's going on. It's control. I mean, you know, the, the real deal is is we need liberty, and we need it now. You know, it's time to dump the state and uh, create our own state of Jefferson, that's for sure. Amen. Also, um, I want to talk about the constitutional carry rally that we're going to have on Tuesday, October the 8th. Um, originally, this case was to be heard. The first hearing was to be heard on September the 6th, but she vacated the hearing, not the case. So that's very important to understand that she vacated just the hearing. And, and vacated moved it. means? Well, she moved it, but vacated can also mean that, that, it's, uh, that they're not doing it. Correct. Okay, so the so the hearing was vacated to another day, yes. not the hearing. Or the hearing was, the case wasn't. Okay. Correct. I think I got that straight. That should be as clear as mud day. It is. Okay. <clears throat> also, um, this rally is going to be at the Robert Matsui Courthouse on 501 I Street, Sacramento, California, and we will have a bus. Now, the bus is great. It's 30 bucks. They take you. They drop you off. They bring you home. 
I mean, there's even potty stops. I mean, Do you know th- that's the best thing about the bus? <clears throat> because the potty stops? Well, no, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Um, one of the best things about the <laughs> riding on the bus is uh, you don't have to pay for parking. Parking's very expensive there. Um, it was um, $9 an hour, I believe, oh, if yeah. I remember correctly, with a maximum of $21 for a four-hour period. So we, you have to pay for each vehicle like that. So then they take your credit card or your debit card in the machine, and you know, you're good to go. But... That's $21 right off the top, plus the, then fuel to get down there and back. So right there is wor- well worth the 30 bucks. And you don't have to drive. You can relax going down. You can relax coming back. And you might even get to know some of the people that you're hanging out with a little bit better, too, as you're traveling down and back. So it's always a good thing, and um, it gets people uh, inspired, if you will. So <laughs> I encourage everybody to do that. Yeah, the again, it's only $30. It'll hold 56 people. We still have room on the bus, but I really want to encourage people to come to uh, 2570 South Bonnie Road tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, and you can sign up for that bus. It's 30 bucks. You'll make the, the checkout to Sally Raposa, and um, it, uh, she'll, uh, if we don't fill up the bus, we will send you back your money. But, so uh, she, doesn't, she doesn't cash checks until the bus is full, correct? No. Yeah. And, now, we don't have a time we can leave yet because we don't know what time the, that they're going to uh, hear the case. Uh, Mark uh, Baird will give us that information as soon as he finds out. So we'll probably find, my guess would be we'll find out sometime early uh, this coming week. Um, and we will know what time the bus is going to leave. It's usually about a three-hour ride, something like that. Yep. And we do make a stop in Red Bluff, and we make a quick stop in Corning. So, uh, again, it's uh, it's the best way to go. Our bus driver, Daniel, is fantastic. He's a great guy. Last time he remember he took us over to the Capitol even yeah, yeah. and uh, park I mean he's just great so uh, we're really excited about <clears throat> about the fact that we've got a Jeffersonian who drives our bus transports everybody he transports <laughs> us on a very nice bus too very comfortable yeah anyway so tomorrow night it's very important come out uh, if you care about your kids and grandkids come on out and also remember that you can sign the petition <clears throat> when you come out to the meeting tomorrow night and you can sign up for the bus. And, again, the, the, the time that we will leave will depend on the time that the case is being heard, and we'll have more on that. So with that, I think that we probably have to go off to our first break. I'm going to do that for Sue. We're not really prompt on breaks all the time, Sue. We're tardy know, on everything. But we're, yeah, we're tardy. <laughs> we're tardy. But time has come. We're 51. Did you know that California was never supposed to be just one state? Before the state was formed in 1850, there was discussion of forming three states instead of one. California has an area larger than seven East Coast states combined, and it takes 14 hours to drive from one end of the state to the other. California is simply too large to govern. Rural communities are being outvoted by more densely populated areas. The state of Jefferson is the solution. Please visit SOJ51.net to show your support. 
The average adult has issued 32 troopers that with proper care and just a little discipline should serve you well during your entire tour of duty on this planet. They're called your teeth. But when your platoon gets out of line, holes in the formation, or other problems, you need to call in an expert like General, uh, Dr. William Farrell. With decades of experience keeping those troops in line and executing their assigned duties properly and dependently. If you'd rather not be there while he reestablishes order amongst the troops, Dr. Farrell offers sedation dentistry. He and his highly trained staff will whip your troops into shape without any discomfort. And having served himself in both the Navy and the Marine Corps, Dr. Farrell offers special consideration to veterans. Let him take the best care of your platoon of teeth, and they will serve you always. Call 547-5757 or visit palosedrodentistry.com. At ease. And for a limited time, Dr. Farrell is offering x-ray, exam, and cleaning for just $175. Call 547-5757 to schedule your visit. A jewel of the North State, a place we love to go and love being members. The view, the best in the North State, from the restaurants, meeting rooms, and, of course, on the award-winning 18-hole golf course, Riverview Golf and Country Club. It's the place to belong. Go in and meet the friendly staff today or go to their website at riverviewgolf.net and find out about their introductory memberships. Riverview Golf and Country Club, corporate, social, tennis, fitness, and golf. Get it all. Become a member. It's affordable and fun. Riverview Golf and Country Club. Up in the hills of Northern California, we believe America is the home of the brave. What we got is earned by working it and handed out for free. We stand for the flag and pledge our allegiance for the last of a dying breed. Last of a dying breed. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't seem like 300 miles of nowhere. <laughs> First of all, it's about more than 300 miles. There you go. But it doesn't seem like it's nowhere. <laughs> nowhere? We're all somewhere. We're, we're somewhere, aren't we, Sid? We are. Yes, we are. Uh, you bet. People tell us where to go all the time. They do. And so we're going to tell you where to go Monday night. <laughs> yes, at, at what time? It's 6 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. I'm an excellent driver. 6 p.m. Monday 6 night. 6 p.m. At the Patriot meeting. 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Monday night. Monday night. 2570 mm-hmm. South Bonneview. Mm-hmm. 6 p.m. I'm an excellent driver. The mm-hmm. only church on yeah. South Bonneview. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Come and visit. Hang out with some p- fellow patriots. Uh-oh. Learn what's going on. Uh-oh. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, and it will be, it will be tomorrow night. <laughs> you just said that. Uh, it will be tomorrow night. It's 6 o'clock, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kimberly Volmers. Yep. You said yeah, that. 2570 yep. South Bonneview Road. Yep. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You got it covered. It's all covered. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that... <clears throat> Actually, the main thing I think we need to talk about yeah. is going to be what Mark Baird's going to talk about. Okay. Mark Baird's going to talk about three things, and he is probably on the phone. I can feel the vibe of the phone call. Well, before we get off in the weeds on that, I just want to um, encourage everybody to uh, sign up on the messenger that we have for um, for State of Jefferson. Go to oh. the State of Jefferson website soj51.org, and sign up for the Messenger. See what's going on there. There's a lot of really good information there. The ladies that put that together work very, very hard, 
and they uh, try to get everything out there as they can possibly do it. They take information from all the neighboring, uh, all the counties within Jefferson to you know share that information so everybody's aware of what's going on. So if you're from a county that hasn't put anything out there yet, do so and you know, just call the ladies, talk to them or email them, and um, let them know what's happening, and they can. They'll scribe something together with you. Um, maybe you have something you want to put out there. They'll take it and they'll put it in and blend it in there. So I just wanted to let everybody know that. And send some photos, too, once in a while, too, because it's nice to see what's going on, not just to read about it, but to see. And uh, we want to see what's going on out in Jefferson Territory, you know, with all the events that people are doing. And we know there, there are a lot of good things going on out there, but if you keep it into your own county, then nobody else is going to know about it. So you want to share that, not only on Facebook like a lot of people do, but also in Messenger because a lot of people like to read that. And with that, we have Mark Baird. How are you doing, Kimisabi? Every day is a new adventure. How are you guys doing? Well, no one's hurt us yet. So far, so good. <laughs> Still early, though, right? Thanks. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, I'm at work, and I was listening. I thought I'd just call in for a few minutes and uh, – uh, I know you just talked about resetting the hearing to October the 8th. Um, Judge Mueller's kind of famous for that, so <laughs> it wasn't really unexpected. But um, we're on the calendar for uh, October the 8th, and uh, we'll, we'll go. We don't know. Uh, Sally asked me this morning what order we were in the cases, and I don't know yet. The calendar isn't out yet, but, you know, we'll find out uh, in time to warn everybody because there might be 16 cases that day. We might be number nine. We might be number one. We just don't know yet. And that's something no one has control over but the judge. So we just have to be reactive to that and, and not proactive. But yeah. when we go in, it's the motions hearing. Uh, the judge is going to decide whether to dismiss the case for um, uh, lack of standing. <laughs> and that she's famous for that, too or allow the case to continue, and then she's also going to rule on the motions regarding the preliminary injunction, which uh, it, keep this separate in your mind because the, the preliminary injunction is separate from the case itself. The case is the deprivation of rights and everything else we've alleged, the Fourth Amendment violations, the Fourteenth Amendment violations, and so on. The preliminary injunction is simply a, an emergency request to a judge to restore our Second Amendment liberty immediately while the case itself is winding its way through the court. And as we know from George Young's case and Charles Nichols and a lot of the other cases, that can take years and years and years and years. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get our Second Amendment right to defend ourselves and our families back now while the case winds itself, winds its way through court. That's what the PI is for, the preliminary injunction. And once again, the preliminary injunction itself, if she denies the preliminary injunction, we can appeal that aspect of the case to the Ninth Circuit. And if they deny it, we can appeal the preliminary injunction to the United States Supreme Court itself. Now, also, um, I just learned recently from our attorney, and I've been doing a little research, apparently preliminary injunction, let's say we were lucky enough to get Judge O'Scanlan or two other conservatives and we were awarded the preliminary injunction so that everybody in California could open carry uh, right from the point of that judgment, um, the state can attempt to appeal the preliminary injunction on bunk just like they did George Young's case and just like they did the Peruta case. So there is that other step that's possible, but um, we have to look at this from the gun grabber standpoint. If they do that and they lose, 
or if they do that, we can still go to the Supreme Court. And the risk they run is if we're awarded a preliminary injunction in the United States Supreme Court, all 50 states get open carry right then. If we're awarded in the Ninth Circuit, the only thing we would get is open carry in the Ninth Circuit, the 11 states of the Ninth Circuit, and a lot of them have open carry already. So from the gun grabber's perspective, they would need to be careful, and that's one of the reasons why they didn't appeal uh, uh, the um, Heller case at first, because they were afraid that if they lost in the Supreme Court, the Second Amendment would apply to all the states. Well, it, it, it theoretically should have, but of course, courts being courts, they mm-hmm. ignore the Constitution all the time. Uh, so it didn't accomplish what everyone hoped it would, but it was a, a good first step. Mark? So, there, yeah, go ahead. Well, just to, so you can explain to the folks, we get a lot of new listeners every week, uh, and yeah. uh, what, explain to them what in, in bonk is, with, uh, how that, that works. That's, how that's that works. where a majority of the justices, I believe, you, you get 17 or 19 of right. them. And, and they get a do-over on the case. They get to rehear the case as if it never happened. So whenever the Ninth Circuit, uh, whenever one of the states, one of the socialist states loses a case in the Ninth Circuit, they'll always appeal it en banc, knowing that the Ninth Circuit court is predominantly liberal, and they'll usually get the case overturned en banc. Is it a and majority the, of what? It's a majority of what with the judges? A majority of all the judges in the Ninth Circuit. They all have to agree. Well, no. Okay. They, there has to be a majority vote among right. those that are on that panel. And there, I think there are 17 or 19 judges that would end up on an en banc <laughs> panel. Okay. And the majority vote of those judges. Now, with the Trump appointments, their numbers don't look as good as they used to. So, you know, everybody pray. I, I mean, pray. Yep. God is involved in this and pray because the numbers are changing. We could, we could very well <laughs> receive justice here, people, if you show up and if you help us and if you stand up and if you start writing emails and, and, uh, you know, help us with money if you can. Let's keep this case going. We could win this and the numbers are looking better every time our president appoints another uh, justice to the, the high court. That's what you mean, that it looks better, uh, it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good for the court in, in, as far as being more liberal, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's correct. I okay. mean, we're approaching, we're approaching a 50-50 balance of liberal versus conservative, and we're not quite there yet in the Ninth Circuit, but we're almost there. So, uh, you know, if we were successful in just getting the luck of the draw and getting a, a, a three-judge <laughs> panel that had two conservatives on it, we're going to win. Okay. If it goes... And if it goes to the Supreme Court, we're going to win. But, you know, it's like the CFR case. If you can't pay, you're not going to win because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to afford to go the distance. We could end up with a Second Amendment in California if we all just start showing up and start contributing to these causes and these cases, not just mine, but other cases as well. George Young's case, Charles Nichols' case. You know, gosh, can't we, can't we give these guys 100 bucks each uh, to, to try to restore some liberty? Because it, it affects us, and it'll affect our children. It affects your ability to defend your family. It sends a message to the socialists in Sacramento that they are not the dictators of this state, that the people are the arbiters of their own fate, that the is people the, uh, are it, in charge here. Is the uh, NRA starting to come around a little bit, or is there any changes in where they're at? You know, I wouldn't say the NRA is coming around, no. But Sam Peretti's and his organization have been supportive, and, and they uh, have expressed interest in filing an amicus brief. They typically only do that on the appellate level. Uh, 
so they'll wait until the trial court portion is over. But they can submit an amicus for the preliminary injunction as well. And remember, the PI and the and the case are two separate entities. Now, the preliminary in- injunction, we get a temporary restoration of rights while the case goes through court. Now, Mark, and we need to make sure the case. We need to make sure people understand who Sam is. So, can you tell people who Sam is and what uh, he does? Sam Peretti's from Gun Owners of California. There you go. Yeah, and this want... organization has, has, uh, has tentatively stated that they would submit an amicus brief on our behalf once we get to appellate court. You know, look, I don't expect justice from Judge Mueller. Uh, she's she's a Democratic operative. She's a former Sacramento City Councilman. Her ranch is down the road from Jerry Brown and his wife's ranch. They know one another. Uh, they're friends. I do not expect justice from from a Democratic operative in the in the California Federal Court for the Eastern District, but we can hope for justice at the next level, and we've got to get there in order to get it. Yeah, that's true. You know, and we also have to understand that we've got to start standing up for this stuff. It, you know, the real deal is, is representation. Without it, we have nothing. The second thing is the Second Amendment to protect all our liberty. If we don't have the Second Amendment, I mean. I don't know. Uh, I know that Marcus has put this forward as strong as he possibly can, but folks, if we lose our Second Amendment, we lose everything. You, I well, mean, does that sink in anywhere? Something. Terry, let me read something that the state wrote in their court papers. California has delegated to county sheriffs and city police chiefs the authority to decide who may carry firearms in the streets, parks, and plazas, shopping centers of its cities and towns. Now, and then they go on to say that uh, other statutes and and other regulations, together these statutes properly balance the rights of private individuals and the state's interest in maintaining order. Well, two questions come to mind right away. First of all, sheriffs may decide who may carry and then who may not carry. Second of all, who are they maintaining order over? Criminals don't obey the law. That's why they call them criminals. Law-abiding individuals do obey the law. That's why they call you law-abiding. So the order they hope to maintain is over you. That's that's the answer to that first question. And the second question comes up in, in the next paragraph. The relief that the plaintiffs seek in their motion for preliminary injunction to make open carry of firearms available to all law-abiding individuals. Well, isn't that what the Second Amendment says? The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, the state says the relief we seek to make open carry of firearms in public available to all law-abiding individuals would upset the careful balance regulatory structure that the state has built in order to maintain order. So, if the state allows you, if the state allows the people who created this government to exercise the Second Amendment freely, it would upset their careful balance in their effort to maintain order over you. And they say that in public. Is anybody else horrified by that statement besides me? Well, Mark, what we're going to do, we've got to go out. We're going to go off to a break here. But when we come back, I want you to repeat that. I want you to repeat it word for word. Folks, this is really, really important what Mark just said. Your sheriff is maintaining order over who? Over the law-abiding citizens. Over you. And, Mark, I would like you to read that again, maybe even a little bit slower, but read it again. If we have to go on the next program for two hours and you read it every five minutes or one of us does, maybe we have to do that. But I don't think that people grasp the fact that if we lose our Second Amendment rights, 
We have no way to protect any of them. Time has come. For 51. This is Carl on the Bot, and there's only one place you will find a new Sleep Number Dual Temp Layer Bed. That's right, Sleep Number in Reading. Be sure to go in and see them in the Target Shopping Center next to the Vitamin Shop. My Sleep Number is 40, and I feel great. Right now they're making room, so go in and receive huge savings on all Sleep Number memory foam and iSeries bed sets. My Sleep Number is 55. Go find yours today. Sleep Number in the Target Center next to the Vitamin Shop. When I turned 18, I couldn't wait to vote. After all, voting is a privilege for all Americans, right? Then I did the math. Did you know that the northern third of California only has three out of 80 seats in the Assembly and three out of 40 seats in the Senate? Northern California has no representation, and my vote doesn't count. Splitting from California and forming the state of Jefferson is the only remedy. Please visit SOJ51.net for more information. Please donate now to help restore representation. KCNR is proud to announce that we are now live at 96.5 FM, as well as online, and as always, heard on 1460 AM. Weekday mornings, wake up with the Sue McLean News Hour, followed by Free Fire Radio, your talk radio station at the epicenter of change in downtown Reading. 9 to noon, be informed and laugh along with Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. Noon to 3, find your financial peace with Dave Ramsey. 3 to 6, the hard-hitting constitutional expert, Mark Levin. Monday through Thursdays at 6 p.m., local shows feature everything from the paranormal to pop culture to unsung heroes of our area. 7 to 9, Ben Shapiro with an expanded program that brings the issues of the day to your radio. And finish your weekday with the Chris Plant Show, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. KCNR. Now on 96.5 FM, 1460 AM, and always online. More than ever, we're your locally owned, community connected talk radio. In the town where I was raised, clock ticks and the cattle graze. Time passed with amazing grace back where I come from. You can lie on a riverbank, paint your name on the water. Miscount all the beers you drank back where I come from. Sounds like my hometown. <laughs> Got the water tank, you yeah, play yeah. on the riverbank, and yeah, you can miscount the beers, yeah. <laughs> it's the village up the hill. <laughs> hey, uh, Mark, you were mentioning a moment ago about um, the garbage that's going on. How does this, you know, with the sheriff's controlling things, they're controlling the sovereign citizens that are law-abiding and whatnot because they can't control the criminals. So they've got to control, they've got to control some element of the populace, so they're going to control those who are going to comply versus the people that won't comply. Is that what you're saying? Well, well, essentially that's it, but it's even worse than that, really, because when you look at it, uh, Sheriff Baca in Los Angeles County was literally under investigation because he was selling concealed carry permits to his buddies and he wouldn't issue any others. And then mm-hmm. the sheriff, after uh, the sheriff that they currently have, there are something like, I don't know, 133, uh, you know, 7 million people, but there are 133 concealed carry permits outstanding in Los Angeles County. 
and the sheriff wants to revoke 87 of them because he just knows that the people who originally applied for them now don't need them anymore. He made that assumption from his desk without talking to anybody. What, do they, what did he mean by they don't need them? Are they dead? Did they well, move away? Words, no, no, because you have to show cause in California. You have to show good cause. And good cause, by definition, is circumstances that are extraordinary from that uh, which are confronting the ordinary citizen. In other words, uh, you as an ordinary citizen, when you walk out your door, you have no specific threat against your life. Threats are general in your life, just like everybody's life. But if you have a good cause, according to the state of California, it is demonstrable of a specific and imminent threat against your life uh, for which law enforcement would not suffice to cancel out that threat. So then LA so, count, have, so then LA County is super safe now. So that's what he's going to take away all those permits. Is that what he's saying? Well, it's I, so I, safe I he can get rid of probably, them. Probably a hundred of those permits belong to judges and and retired peace officers and their family and his buddies. Oh, Lord. So Sheriff Baca was under investigation for literally selling CCWs to his pals, and then uh, um, the next sheriff wants to revoke a bunch of them because people, after 10 or 15 years, well, they can't show good cause after 10 or 15 years. Whatever reason they got the permit for it doesn't exist anymore. He just knows that, although he hasn't asked any of them. And then you look at the sheriff of Santa Clara County is under investigation right now for selling CCW permits to uh, her political campaign donors. And here mm-hmm. again, Santa Clara County, 1.2 million people. And they have just over 100, 100 outstanding, I think it's 113 is the exact number, 113 CCW permits for 1.2 million people. Something is out of whack there. Wow. Uh, There's some sheriffs that don't issue them at all. I mean, you can't get a concealed carry permit unless you're a judge or a reserve peace officer because they kind of give those to reserve peace officers since they're not allowed to open carry when they're not on duty, and I know because I used to be a reserve peace officer. So what I got was a four-year concealed carry permit as opposed to the normal two years so that I would be able to carry when I wasn't physically on duty because my powers as a law enforcement officer stopped when I wasn't on duty physically. So you have sheriffs that control the process, and guess what? They're controlling the process so that law-abiding individuals don't have access to the tools they need to defend themselves and their families, period. Wow. Who's the control over? It's over you. It's not over the criminal, because believe me, the Crips and the Bloods don't want it. They not only don't need a permit, they don't ask for one. Right. They don't even know what a permit is. Exactly. You know, and it just got to a point now where, you know, I'm just so fed up with a lot of our sheriffs up here that said they were constitutional sheriffs and all that great stuff. And they're not. They're they're not even close to it. I know that communist our constitution. <laughs> I mean, truly, I mean, if you the look at communist that, constitution, yeah, is that what you said? Yeah, if they're going to be that way, that's that's the constitution they're following, I'm sure, you know, of some commie country. That's what they're following because they're dictators and that's what they're doing. Well, we asked our sheriff. Well, we asked our sheriff. Know, there, there was a judge that was uh, actually a, a very constitutional judge in the Moonlight Fire, and that judge said uh, where the state was trying to railroad Sierra Pacific, and, and they lied about blaming them for causing a fire that they didn't, in fact, cause. And that judge, when he um, sanctioned all the government attorneys and sanctioned the Cal Fire officers for lying in court and perjuring themselves, he said something interesting. He said, it is the government's job to find justice not to win a case. In other words, the government that we formed to support and defend our liberty 
their job is to find justice and support and defend liberty. It's not to just win every court case they find themselves in. I mean, the guy with the most money can usually win, but it doesn't mean he's right, and it doesn't mean there was justice. And that's what this judge found. Well, guess who the judge was that overturned that ruling? Judge Mueller. <laughs> of course she did. And But you look at the sheriffs in these counties, um, you know, Santa Clara County, Los Angeles County, several counties don't issue them at all because they're not afraid of the criminals. They're afraid of you. Well, Mark, keep, keep in mind, too, Ask Judge Mueller, remember when we were doing all the work before the court case, um, before um, uh, CFR, CFR court case went ahead? She was the most conservative of the judges. She was our best choice. And, and look what she's doing. For the love of God, what's going on here? Because she was the best choice, given her record and everything else, according to the attorneys. Uh, our attorneys, they said, you know, this is the best judge. She's going to do the best job for us. And look, we're, we've been hosed every, every way from Sunday. Well, Chris Ann Hall did a, Chris Ann Hall did a very good uh, video on judges. And, uh, uh, you know, and as we know in California now, uh, actually when the, uh, the Senate and the Assembly were capped at 40 and 80, and that was around 1862. When that was capped, we had around 50 judges, and now we've got, what, 2,500 judges? And so, and, and not one more representative in either house. So, you know, as we look at that, uh, Chrisanne did a, did a video on, on judges, uh, federal judges, and it was pretty interesting to watch when a couple of them said, well, the Constitution means what I think it means when you're in my courtroom. Hmm. And they, they went even further. One of them said the Constitution means whatever I say it does. Yeah, whatever I say it does. Yeah, and and you're right. And and the thing is, is that you know, as we look at this, like I was saying, that our sheriff said, well, you know, we asked him the question, well, if a new sheriff comes in and he wants to revoke the CCWs in the county and not give them anymore, or just not give them anymore, uh, he could do that. He says, you're absolutely right. And so, again, folks, we're <laughs> Where do you stand up? How much How much more of this are you going to take? And I think that we're getting to a point now where it's getting to a tipping point. It's getting to, dare I say, a boiling point. And we have to be in a position to where we're going to be able to stand and do it now, not be in a position to where we're going to wait. Because if we wait any longer, I think we're in bigger trouble, don't you, Mark? Well, I don't see how we could get in much more trouble than we're already in, but I suppose, I, I suppose in theory you're right. I, don't you know, say that. They'll and, take it as a challenge. Know, they'll take it as a challenge. Yeah, and, yeah. and the state of California is, is very interested in not only denial of rights, but in removing removing the rest of your money from you, removing any semblance of control you might have over your life, removing any independent decision-making that you might have over your life. I mean, let's just look at one one really stupid a superfluous decision that they made, the banning of plastic straws. Okay, so so the UN itself, uh, and there was a research facility in Germany that, that produced this report for the United Nations uh, Climate uh, Control Agency, whatever they are, IPCC or whatever they are, and they found that 95%, 95% of all plastic waste went into the ocean from India and from Asia and Africa, they ended up saying. China, India, and Africa were the three big polluters. So 95% of all plastic hits the ocean from those three places, India, Africa, and China. But yet, California is the highest tax state in the nation because the California governor declares that you are going to pay to save the world, even though those other countries haven't stopped polluting. In fact, they're polluting more because now there's more headroom, so to speak, since you've given up your very lives in order to guarantee that they can continue to pollute with reckless abandon. 
what in the heck is going on here where the governor of our state, who is tasked to defend and support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of California, is willing to sacrifice his own people and every cent you have on the altar of the religion of eco-terrorism and environmentalism, and he's willing to sacrifice you, your family, your future, your money, everything you might have on that altar so that he can look good to the rest of the world. Wow. I just looked in the other room, and and Sue turned into Ashley. She must be a changeling. Only temporarily. Is is that constitutional republic? I kind of wonder. I don't think so. It's not. You know, and the the thing is, is that we, you know, it's, Mark, all this stuff that you say and everything we're talking about here, folks, and everything Mark brings up all the time is just something that we have to understand. It's something that we have to fight against, and we've got to make sure we fight against it. And we have to always fight against it. And we have to make sure that we gain and regain our liberty. We have well, to do it you know, now. Here's another thing you can do that doesn't even really cost any money. Start voting, people. You know, the last special election, about 20% of the people, slightly less than 20% of the people, bothered to get off the couch and fill out a mail-in ballot, for goodness sakes. Or, or God forbid, go to the polling place and vote. 20% of the people. So that means... Whoever won that election, the Daly dynasty, I think, uh, the husband and wife nepotism team of Brian Daly, uh, now controls District 1 at the behest of 10% of the people in District 1. 10% constitutes a majority in District 1. And District 1 is a conservative district. What in the, the heck is going on here? I mean, can we not even be bothered to vote anymore? Is that we could take this state back in one election if gun owners conservatives and conservative Christians would just get off the couch and vote. That's all we have to do. They don't, don't want to spend have... any money, don't support any cause, right. don't go and speak, don't go to meetings, don't do anything. Just vote for conservative candidates, and we could take this state back at the very next election, but people can't be bothered to get off the couch and go vote. So, you know, you kind of deserve what happens to you when that's the case, don't you? Yeah, well, well they're not yeah. having any skin in the game. I mean, some of us have a lot of skin in the game for yes. various reasons on various things, and we're constantly pushing it. I mean, for example, what you do for free, what Terry and I do for free, we actually pay to have the radio show here. Yeah. And we do it for yeah. free every single Sunday, except for the days when we're off doing something with our family like everybody else gets to do. And so we have... You know, guest hosts come in and do their thing on here as well, and all in the support of Jefferson and with what we're doing with the CFR case and what we're doing with the two-way case. I mean, for the love of Pete, what's going on, people? Don't you have skin in the game? Do you not know people that don't have skin in the game? Talk to them about it. Get out of your well, comfort zone and talk me, about let it. Let me read you something else. Let me read you something else, and I want to ask you if you have a Second Amendment. Now, we know we have a Second Amendment, right? The Constitution says so. It says, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Now, people is interpreted as an individual right, as the same as it's used in uh, Amendment 1, 2, 4, and 9. Those, those amendments all use the term the people. And people is not interpreted in any other amendment to mean a general collective right. It's interpreted to mean an individual right. So you as a human being have the individual right to the tools you need to defend yourself. The state of California says concealed carry is not a right, period. It is not a right. It's off the table. I don't even talk about it anymore. It's been ruled by the Ninth Circuit. The Supreme Court rejected the case. That's the rule. You do not have the right to concealed carry. The sheriff can do whatever he wants. 
So if we eliminate that and we say that if there is a right, it must be open carry, because that's the only one left, no concealed, must be open. State law, here's, here's what the state says in its own paper. State law generally prohibits the public carrying, whether open or concealed, of a loaded firearm or an unloaded firearm in any public place on any public street in incorporated cities. So if you read that in plain English, do you have a right in California or do you not? And the state says you do not. Wow. With that, Mark, we have to go off to our last break. Can you hang on there, Kimasabi? I can hang on a little bit, Terry. I got a briefing in a little, in a few minutes. Uh, I'll warn you before I got to go. Okay, sir. We'll make it quick. Time has come. We're fifty-one. That was just a dream. That was just a dream. Did you know that Article 4, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution lays out the framework for the state of Jefferson's plan to split California? A state can be formed from the land within another state if the state legislature and Congress approve it with a simple majority vote. 51% is all it takes. Your vote doesn't count in Northern California. California is broken and the time has come for 51. Please visit SOJ51.net and donate now to show your support. Purpose-driven banking. That's the vision behind the founding of Five Star Bank in 1999. Services inspired by partnership and defined by shared vision and goals. Five Star Bank, a champion of local economic development and community stewardship. Your success is their success. Now that's smart people doing good business. In a world that's both more connected and more isolated by high-tech, Five Star Bank brings you a personal touch to small business banking, cash management, and online services. Five Star Bank, consistently rated among the very best by industry associations, rating agencies, and, of course, customers and partners just like you. Your partner in success is Five Star Bank. FiveStarBank.com. Visit your local branch at 358 Hartnell and Redding. Progressive. Professional. Personal. That's Five Star Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. A jewel of the North State, a place we love to go and love being members. The view, the best in the North State, from the restaurants, meeting rooms, and, of course, on the award-winning 18-hole golf course, Riverview Golf and Country Club. It's the place to belong. Go in and meet the friendly staff today or go to their website at riverviewgolf.net and find out about their introductory memberships. Riverview Golf Country Club, corporate, social, tennis, fitness, and golf. Get it all. Become a member. It's affordable and fun. Riverview Golf and Country Club. All right. We've got Ashley and Sue, best of both worlds. So that song was, I'm, I'm assuming it was coming from California. It was coming from tell California. Tell me lies, tell me lies. And talk about telling lies, let's get rid of the guy who tells lies, and let's sign that uh, recall. And you can sign the recall petition at Jones Fort, 1600 East Cypress Avenue, and at Bastiani Arms here in Reading at 2539 Larkspur Lane, or tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at 2570 South Bonneview Road. You can come to the Patriot meeting, um, and uh, you can hear Kimberly Volmers uh, discuss what's going on with the vaccination situation, and if you've got kids or grandkids, you need to be there, and you can sign the petition there. 
And if you want to support either one of the court cases or both, you can send your funds via check, money order, or cash to P.O. Box 751, Palisadro 96073. Kimasabi, are you there, sir? Yeah, I am. Uh, so, so very quickly, so here's what the state also says now, and, and this is this is really important to understand. Remember, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Article 3 of the California Constitution says California is an inseparable part of the Union and that the United States Constitution is the highest law in the land. So keep that in mind. California says there is a focused self-defense exception where if you're in uh, mortal danger, you're allowed to produce a weapon and use it uh, as long as you're trying to notify law enforcement and wait for them to arrive before you use it. Okay, but where does the magic gun come from, Your Honor? I wasn't allowed to leave my house with it. I'm allowed to produce it, but I'm not allowed to have it up until that point. There's also an exemption for a person attempting to make a lawful arrest. In other words, if you need to make a citizen's arrest somewhere in your life at the Kmart or at the Walmart or whatever, you're allowed to produce a weapon. But how did you get it there? Because you weren't allowed to leave home with it. California says you are allowed to have a gun in your home. Well, that's because they couldn't stop you. I mean, come on. That's not, they're not giving you anything there. Okay. Also, uh, California generally recognizes and accommodates the need. Well, we don't have a need. We have a right. Or the desire. We don't have a need or a desire. We have a right of some individuals who may ask for a permit if they have good cause. And that permit may be for concealed carry. Uh Uh-oh, not a right. Court says so. Or open carry. Uh Uh-oh. No open carry permit has ever been issued to a normal person in any of the counties in California ever, not even once since the permits have begun. So your right to a Second Amendment has been excoriated. It has been denied. It has been quashed. It is now a mother may I slip that most sheriffs will not even recognize. And I say fight, people. I say fight. It matters how you stand. It matters that you make a stand. It matters who you are and what you stand for. So you stand for something now or just slink off into the corner and be content with the scraps that your master flicks off the table, provided your chain will be long enough so that you can reach him to pick him up off the floor and you lick the hand that feeds you. I say liberty or death. You know, uh, here, here. You know, and, and also a lot of people think, well, if we move out of California, that'll do it. But you know what? All this crap is is being followed to every other state. In fact, with the state of Oregon, uh, they they are now uh, joining us, um, and they are fighting for the state of Jefferson up there. And there's now, I believe, 14 counties. Yep. Uh, and uh, you know, I talked to Bob Chard this week, and I mean, the thing is, is this stuff is creeping in up there. I mean, you got to understand, folks. We've got to stand now. I mean, this is this is this is the time. This is the time in history that we have to do that, and we will have situations where politically there'll be people who will be. In fact, we'll probably talk about that a little bit next week about some of the the charges levied against, uh, frankly, a couple of these moms down in Sacramento. I mean, for something to where just standing up for their rights. I mean, unbelievable. One of them was strip searched. One of them was strip searched. I mean, for, you know, and, of course, let go, but, I mean, what's up with that? Uh, you know, I mean, really and truly, at what point do we start standing here, you know? Um, also, Mark, I'd like you to go over one more time very quickly. We've got about five minutes here, but if you can, 
I want you to um, to uh, explain that, that that PI again and uh, give us yeah. a, a little more background on that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I got about two minutes. Okay, the good. PI is a temporary. It's a preliminary injunction where a judge awards us the people who are bringing the lawsuit, the people of the state of California, myself, the other plaintiffs, and everyone else by default, the right to exercise the Second Amendment unfettered by government permission while the case goes through court. Now, if the case goes against us, then you lose the right again, and we have to try some other avenue. But if we win the case, uh, which we probably would if it got to the Supreme Court, then we've had our rights restored now while the case is being heard. So that's the preliminary injunction. The case itself makes, in in addition to Second Amendment claims, it makes Fourth Amendment claims and Fourteenth Amendment claims to travel while you carry, to uh, protect your privacy, and so on. So the case itself is much broader, but the PI gives you the right back now. i got to go, guys. I'm going to my briefing. So thanks for having me on. Good luck, and everybody, contribute if you can, but at least show up. Thank you, Mark. Again, tomorrow night, thank you, Mark. Again, tomorrow night, um, if you want to sign the petition for recalling Gavin Newsom, you can do it at the meeting tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, 2570 South Bonneview Road at the church that shall remain nameless. The meeting starts at 6 o'clock also. You can sign petitions at Jones Fort, 1600 East Cypress Avenue in Reading, and Bastioni Arms, 2539 Larkspur Lane. In Reading, if you are a business out there and you want to help with the recall for Gavin Newsom, we can put petitions in your business as these businesses have done. You know, now's the time to stand up. Um, you know, you got a choice. You can fight this thing. You can keep your business in California. You can try to roll with the punches, but I think a lot of businesses understand that there's no win in that at all. Or you can move to Idaho, Texas, Nevada. Wherever. And then have these people follow you. Same thing's going to happen there. Also, one other uh, note I want to leave on, and that is that Elizabeth Betancourt, who's running for Assembly District 1, will be speaking at the Patriot meeting. She's the Democrat. And Megan Daly uh, also will be speaking in the future at the Reading Patriot meeting. We'll give you the times and dates and all that good stuff of that. Um, the, the one thing those two ladies do share, and that is they both use the uh, Democratic National Committee server. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, the Republican is using the Democratic yes. National Server yes. for her computer, for her website? Yes. And no so, way. Yeah. So, you know, uh, folks, <laughs> you know, let's start uh, – let's start <laughs> – Let's start uh, trying to figure this stuff out. We need to unite together, join together, come to the meeting tomorrow night. Um, it's so important. Um, I can't tell you. There, there's nothing more important to do on Monday night, really. I mean, Monday night football, come on, man. You know, bowling, what? You know? I mean. Is there is there still football on Monday nights? Oh, I think there is. I, I don't mean, know. It's been so long since I've been. Probably going to be like the Titans in Jacksonville or something. <laughs> but anyway, with that. My good friend, um, next week, uh, I won't be here, but you'll be here. Okay. And uh, stay tuned for Sovereign Minds with Mark Kent, and he's got some great things to talk about. Time has come. For 51. Come out and play. Have you seen the bill? We all have to pay. It's not our bill. We had no say. You don't serve us. You serve us. The news from Town Hall is brought to you on KCNR Shasta Reading by Shasta Regional Medical Center. Your life, your health, your choice. Shasta Regional Medical Center.